While the events unfolding in the conflict between Hamas and Israel are horrific, they've also provided some critical moments of startling clarity as many liberals say the quiet part out loud. Dan Carlin, the host of the popular Hardcore History podcast, is a self-described libertarian who came down with a nasty case of Trump derangement syndrome after the election of the 45th president. He now dutifully parrots mainstream media talking points about the ominous brand of authoritarianism that the former reality television host represents. Ironically, Carlin recently took to Twitter to highlight the dangers of replacement-level immigration while outlining the rationale for Israel's approach to border security, explaining that the Jewish population would be subject to conquest via democracy if they changed their current policy. The historian is correct about the political reality, but would be aghast if the same plain truth issued from the mouth of a MAGA supporter. Many moderate liberals have been surprised to see a flood of criticism aimed at Israel by leftists in the week after the initial Hamas attacks. Progressives have labeled the nation as a colonial power and apartheid state bent on oppressing beleaguered minorities. The more radical elements of the left have taken narratives that they regularly level at Western nations and enthusiastically applied them to conflict in the Middle East. This puts moderates like Carlin in the awkward position of attempting to validate progressive concerns while still making an argument for Israel's right to protect its own existence. In one exchange on Twitter, Carlin attempted to answer a fan who asked why Israel should not be made to end its status as an ethno-religious state and create one unified nation that embraces plurality and equal rights for all. The podcaster explained, quote, Okay, if they go that route, then they quickly lose control of their own country via birth rates and the ballot box. Can you see why they might not be too enthusiastic about what to them looks like conquest via democracy? End quote. The only thing more stunning than the clarity of this response is Carlin's ability to keep it in a hermetically sealed compartment where it cannot interrupt the rest of his anti-Trump bromides. Every word of this statement is undeniably true, but Carlin would quickly cut it down as nativist and xenophobic if he heard it in a soundbite from Tucker Carlson. In theory, representative government allows the populace to select at least a portion of their government and have an influence on the direction policy will take. The debate over whether this actually occurs is a complex one that I've contributed to at length, but there isn't space to recapitulate it here. While the people may never truly be sovereign, the act of voting is most certainly a sacred democratic ritual which transfers legitimacy upon the government that will rule in the name of the polis. This ritual isn't given meaning because some random collection of individuals who happen to be standing inside an arbitrary set of geographic boundaries casts a ballot. The symbolic power of the vote emanates from the fact that a specific set of people, citizens with a legitimate claim to speak on behalf of the nation, lend their voices to the political will that will shape society going forward. Right-wing pundits like Tucker Carlson who have had the courage to speak on the dangers of replacement-level immigration have been called the standard list of progressive slurs for daring to point out the obvious. Carlson has been regularly slammed by the left for perpetuating the Great Replacement Conspiracy Theory from his sizable and influential platform, but he has only restated the obvious truth that Carlin noted in relation to Israel. The results of an election only hold legitimacy insofar as they represent the will of the citizenry, those who are tied deeply to the country and have skin in the game. 
If Israel were to suddenly transform their nation by taking in the entirety of the Palestinian people, it would completely alter the society within a generation. The Israelis and the Palestinians are radically different people, and even if they didn't have generations of violent hostility between them, there's no shared identity or moral vision that could bind them together. A sudden influx of Palestinians equipped with the franchise would remake the electoral landscape, and the demographic shift from birth rates would quickly make Israelis a minority inside their own country with all the diminished political representation that implies. Carlin can easily see the disastrous outcome that this policy would have on the Israeli population, but he, like many moderates, would balk at the same logic being applied to what is happening to nations in Europe or the United States. While the left screams at any conservative who notices this plan to gain permanent electoral dominance through immigration, they haven't been shy about openly announcing it themselves. Democrat politicians and pundits regularly brag about the inevitable demise of the Republican Party due to demographic shifts in the United States. For the left, open borders aren't a crisis, but an electoral strategy designed to slowly erode any domestic political opposition. Conservatives that notice the obvious trend are denounced as xenophobic conspiracy mongers, but the Democrats are allowed to openly celebrate the success of their policies. Author Michael Anton calls this dialectic phenomenon the celebration parallax, and it's remarkably effective at silencing opposition while allowing leftists to advance their agenda out in the open. Why is it so easy for centrists like Carlin to recognize conquest by democracy in Israel, but deny it in Europe or the United States? The podcaster understands that the question is not what is happening, but who it is happening Two, Trump supporters have been coded as domestic enemies by the regime, while Israel has not, though the increasing weight given to radical leftist narratives around decolonization may eventually shift that dynamic. The interest is not in intellectual consistency or compelling arguments through force of reason, but compliance to power through public repetition of the approved talking points. Representative government and mass immigration are a recipe for disaster. A nation is not an economic zone or an arbitrary set of lines on a map, but a people with a shared set of values, traditions, and history. This is as true for the United States as it is for England, France, Israel, or Japan. A nation can absorb a certain number of patriotic immigrants and integrate them over time without changing the character of the society, but the choice to do so should always belong to the citizens of the nation. It should never be mandated by cynical political actors seeking power. In a democracy, a feckless ruling class can always attempt to hold on to power by replacing the current population with a more compliant one. It should be just as acceptable to notice the disastrous nature of this policy for the United States as it is for Israel. Thanks for watching guys. If you enjoyed this video, go ahead and click like, and if you haven't subscribed yet, now is a great time to do so. If you'd like to get these broadcasts as podcasts, please make sure to go ahead and subscribe to the Oren McIntyre show on your favorite podcast platform. And when you do, please leave a rating or a review. It really helps with the algorithm magic. If you want to follow me on Twitter, 
or Gab or Substack. If you'd like to watch these videos on Rumble or Odyssey, the links to do all of that are down below in the description. And of course, you can watch all of my shows and read all of my columns at The Blaze. Thanks for watching, guys. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.